and like getting more towards our current moment, all this changes with the internet, you know, like IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, blogging, Twitter. It does kind of two things. It opens up the field of film criticism to everyone. So there's a lot more diverse voices. But at the same time, you see a lot of like disruption in the actual print media industry, right? A lot of critics lose their jobs after the internet kind of makes criticism available for everyone. And I think what's happening is that like the, the field of criticism is both getting more crowded. There's more voices out there, but it's kind of becoming in a weird way, more orthodox. Um, Matt Taibbi, who, who writes about the media and I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. He wrote uh, this book called hate Inc, which kind of talks about changing media models uh, beginning in the 90s with Fox News, where, you know, major media corporations realized they could make more money by tailoring their content to certain demographics instead of aiming for a general audience. And this phenomenon is kind of amplified by the rise of social media and clickbait headlines and stuff, where, you know, there's an approach to capturing audiences and getting clicks and, and making money which focuses on pumping out stories about people or issues that trigger audiences rather right, than just going... meant to make you mad. It's just meant to make you just really emotional and, and um, it, it, you know, it's feeding into the, the outrage problem that there is today. Well, exactly. So like, rather than talking about the cinematography of Mank, we're going to focus on like uh, a comment that Terry Gilliam said about something that will make a lot of people mad, mm-hmm. you know? And so there is this kind of like, onslaught of just headlines about people saying bad things uh, and a movement away from kind of like the admittedly elitist but artistically focused criticism of people like Pauline Kael or even like uh, Siskel and Ebert where they're generally talking about what they consider the artistic merits of the film rather than who or who or what who said what uh, you know about whatever the issue of the day is. Well, I mean, perhaps that actually kind of goes, you know, and I don't think there's any right or wrong answer to this question. Again, this is just something uh, to think about, you know, whether it's you or me or anyone listening to this, that, you know, perhaps that goes more into what I'm saying is that those who those who actually do kind of, you know, critique the movies and do sort of look at the artistic merits of stuff and maybe even talk a little bit about how it kind of is topical, you know, you know, in that way, then we're all critics, but right. you know, we're not really so focused on, oh, this person said something that offended me. Well, that's that's the issue that I'm kind of getting at is that I think the conversation about film is largely being driven by very angry, kind of extreme voices online. Right, but do you think they're critics? I mean, I think they consider themselves critics, and it's kind of it's kind of meaningless either way because they're still driving the conversation. Mm. You know, like that's that's my issue with film criticism today. There's kind of these like competing aims, which don't, they're kind of contradictory. You know, like if you're a critic in some way, if you're talking about film, there's immense pressure to engage with social media enough to attract attention, to get clicks uh, and, and safeguard your job, or at least like be able to make a profit off of it, whether it's Patreon or just getting a lot of views on YouTube or whatnot. So you have to grapple with social media and you have to deal with whatever the hot topic of the day is, but you have to do it in a savvy enough way to avoid attracting its wrath. 
right? Like you want to get clicks, but you don't want to become part of like some campaign where it's like this person said something and, you know, you don't want to be part of a pylon. And that's kind of, I think, what leads a lot of critics to kind of go to this default, I'm calling it a default liberalism, where critics affirm widely held uncontroversial values while avoiding nuanced, difficult, or challenging conversations that could land them in hot water. 